Hey guys, this is the Fan and Fan Podcast. I'm Ben. And I'm Topless. And for all you grand lovers out there, this podcast is for you. And tonight we're bringing you a special one-off episode. We're delivering our opinions on the European Super League. Uh, it's been touted all week. A massive day for football. Not in the good way, unfortunately. Uh, ben, where do we start? What, what, what's your stance on this? Well... <laughs> it's it's been a really busy few days scrolling through, through social media and it epitomises how close the football fans are as a unit, in my opinion. Yeah. Somebody, especially the, the big six or the top six, what they call, in, in England, I feel like the fans have come together, even of the fans of those, and we've managed to maybe maybe stop this. Maybe stop it within England because I feel for the pyramid, for the football pyramid within England, without having those, it stops it stops the, the teams what want to push for promotion. So say let's use Brentford for an example. They're in the championship, they're always they're always in and in and around the promotion. It stops teams from them like getting up and then getting their, their big away games, especially for fans. When I, when Sheffield United got promoted, I was always looking at the, the teams, like especially like Spurs' new ground. Grounds I've not been to what excite me. So I feel like, I feel like that's a big part of it. But the main thing is money. I, I can't see any other reason why they want to do it apart from the money side of it. And I don't know what your thoughts on it, especially being a Liverpool fan, what your thoughts on it, but I don't agree with it. Or I, I don't support any of the teams that are within it, but I don't agree with this. I just feel it's all about the money and it's becoming Americanized. Yeah, I was just about to say that. You beat me to it. It's the Americanization of our sport. Elite clubs just invited, no relegation. I mean, even with relegation and promotion from the big leagues, it's still a bad idea, in my opinion. I like you touched on there. Obviously, I work in South Barnsley in a school there. It's a massive year for Barnsley Football Club. They're doing the unthinkable, like Huddersfield a few years ago. I mean, how, how, how deflated would it feel after all, all the hard work that they've put in to get promoted to what's going to be a new championship, essentially? Because that's what it's going to become. Without <clears throat> the big six, isn't it? It's just another championship with better clubs. Win the Premier yeah. League. Yeah, now, now, where do we go? It's one of them as well. So, a lot of them has touched on it in terms of the Champions League. It's all about crediting how you do within that season. Yeah. So, you have to finish top four to get within a chance of going in the Champions League. Yeah. And if you look at Leicester when they won the league, they deservedly then got to play in the Champions League, and they did quite well in it for for the for, to compete against the big boys for the Quarter first season of it. Yep, they did real well in it. And the way they you, like Atletico Madrid, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Sorry. And if you look at West Ham this season, they are in and amongst European competition. They could easily get Champions League football with how they are playing. I'm not saying they will, but they can, and. How how 
how some of these teams have got in it baffles me. What what right does Spurs have to say they're a top six team right now? What the Arsenal have to say they're a top six team? They're not. What are they ninth right now? As we record this, currently yeah, ninth. They are. Yeah. They might not even get European football. So some of the teams don't don't deserve it at all, and. There's just so much what goes into it, but it all comes back to money, money, money. It is, mate, yeah. And like you say as well, with the German clubs, I, I heard that Schalke apparently were invited. Schalke were relegated yesterday or the day before. They were relegated to Bundesliga 2. What right do they have? <laughs> exactly. I mean, um, everyone was saying everyone was saying Arsenal will get battered every week, Tottenham battered every week. What about Schalke? I know. Honestly, it's it's the worst thing. That's one of the worst things I think's ever happened to football. This idea, I really do. But uh, thankfully, it's uh, common sense has prevailed. Yeah. yeah. Well, I'm glad some of the teams are, are. Are well, nine of the twelve teams have currently now decided to withdraw because, yeah. with some of the quotes, what we said, obviously they were saying that if they do go ahead with it, then they might not be able to compete in UA, in the World Cups and Euros, for example, mm-hmm. and on the, for the national teams, and that the teams will get kicked out of the leagues wearing. I feel that if they, if that happens, especially for English English football, then what happens? Because you you've got six teams what are leaving the top of the the triangle, if you see what I mean. Now, yeah. it's like my team, Sheffield United, also got relegated at the weekend. So, as much as I'm like, oh, we got relegated, fair dues, I will... what happens to us? Do we then stay up? Are we still relegated? And who then, who are the six teams what replaces them? So, that would then need a bit of restructuring. So, I'm glad in that aspect. And even in terms of the cup competitions, the FA Cup in England, everybody loves seeing a big dog come up against an underdog. Like this season, we had Spurs against Marine. Everyone loves to see the underdog perform well against against them. And if you take those teams away, yes, there is still Premier League teams like your Everton's and your West Ham's and your Leicester's, Southampton's, where, you know, the National League teams and League Two teams will still want to play because they'll get the money from it. But you're not going to get the money in terms of the revenue you can get from the top six. No, definitely not. But like you say there, the FA Cup, I think the FA Cup is the best competition in football because you get those crazy stories. You'd never, with that, with the Super League, right? You'll never see Bradford coming from 2 0 down to beat Chelsea away. You'll never see Wickham get to the semi finals. What else is this? There's so many. You'll never see Ronnie Radford, anything like that again. And you'll never see you'll never see Wigan beating Manchester City in the 80th, 80th minute to go and win the FA Cup either. Exactly. So, the beauty of the magic of the cup, we call it. Yeah. It'd be gone. And in, t- in terms of this, as soon as I read it, the the first the first time I saw I heard of it is when I watched the video of Gary Neville, 
And then as soon as I watched the video, like, what's all this about? Then that's when I read into it. And Gary Neville, he has, from the start, is it the nail on the head? Yeah. And what he said about the Glazers, the Glazers are right. I mean, it wouldn't surprise me if they're, was one of their full fronts to doing this. They're American themselves. They have American franchises. They they could potentially t- have turned Manchester United into a franchise. And whoever's at forefront of it, I don't know what what they were thinking other, other apart from, well, we've got a big paycheck when I wait. We've got a big paycheck. I don't know how it improves football unless you are within one of those teams. And it says a lot when you've got Jordan Henderson calling meeting, a captain's meeting to discuss it. You had a Premier League meeting with the other 14 clubs to discuss it. And all these statements that have come out from the UEFA, FIFA, Serie A, La Liga, Premier League, all against it. So it was good to good to see straight away that none of them wanted to be a part of it and didn't accept it. Otherwise, there would have been bigger problems. I do. I agree, mate. I also think that us as football fans, we owe Gary Neville big. Because I think it's because of the... the I can't finish that. The, the ferocity of the rant. If Gary Neville had gone there and said, I don't like it, whatever, I don't like it. But he didn't. He went on there and said... Imposters, you know the word imposters. You know, proper going in on them. If he hadn't have done that, I don't. Th- I think it would have gone ahead. Because if fans say well, we don't like it, whatever, then you know, there's nothing. That, that's just powerless. We're powerless to those owners. But because yeah. we've gone out there, pro, every one of the top six clubs has gone and put banners outside the ground. I think that's what's done it. And obviously, Chelsea fans last night, Petr Cech, hats off to you. We owe him big as well. Uh, Jurgen Klopp as well. His interview. I mean, you can tell straight away he didn't like it, but he can only, he can't say too much because if he does, he'll be out of a job and he doesn't want to leave yet, obviously. So we've got all them to thank James Milner, Patrick Bamford, all gone on air and said anything. We owe these people, but Gary Neville, yeah. he's the saviour. Definitely. Well, even touching on that, especially when you said about the imposters, he even went on to say that. They should not get out of that. They should get out of our club, and they should get out of our country. And yep. that's how much he was against it. He's a Man U fan, and he's basically saying that to the owners. So, big credit to him. And it, yeah, it was great to actually have the little podcast what Carragher and Gary Neville did on it on the Monday Night Football, just yep. talking all about it. You can see that nobody within it wanted it. Even Gary Lineker said that if it was to happen, he would not do any pre- um, presenting on it. Nobody wanted it within the world of football. No, you're absolutely right, mate. Yeah, and uh, again, these, these, these owners as well. I mean, I've been here in Man United fans since 2009, <clears throat> say they want the Glazers out. 2009, 12 years ago. And there's a small group well, there was a small group of Liverpool fans who have been calling for FSG out for the last five or six years or more. Sunday night, I joined them. And now I've, I've, I've supported FSG. Yeah, OK, they made a mistake about the £77 ticket prices. I forgave them for that. 
But I've, I've seen John Henry's apology today. And I think you're finished, mate. Now that's it. You, you've crossed the line big time. And uh, I don't think we'll ever see John Henry at Anfield ever again. Um, Stan Kroenke at Arsenal, very unpopular. Uh, I think he, he, he didn't really seem to care that much anyway. You could hear from Arsenal fan TV, people like DT ranting about him quite a lot. Um, Chelsea will be an interesting one because obviously Roman Abramovich, you know, he's he's took that club to a new level since he's been in. I'd be interesting to see what happens to him. Same with Man City. Um, again, they, those owners have made them what they are today. Tottenham, Daniel Levy, I don't know. Yeah. Again, in, all these fans that should be, I'm guessing they're probably going to turn on their head, turn on their owners. But, um, I mean, another, another point that's been mentioned today, I've seen it a lot in these comments, is that we should follow the German model, where every club has at least 51% fan ownership and the rest can be whoever the fans decide. What, what, what's your take on that, Ben? I do think that's a good idea. And it even just taking away from the top six. And if you look at some of the teams like Bury, what's happening to Bury, what happened to Blackpool and Charlton a few years back, what happened to Bolton, even even though there's supposedly a model in place and an assessment where all these owners have to go through, it's not worked because you're having all these problems. Even was it Manfield, Macclesfield? Yep. So you've got all these, all these teams what are having problems because of the owners and they they are supposedly tick that box for fit to work, right to work for the club. So I do agree it should it should have more fans in it because without fans, there's no football. If we don't yep. turn up to games, there's no football. There's no money. There's no people paying Sky to go for them to broadcast it. So the Sky money goes. Without fans, it's nothing. And yep. we've, I do believe that even though we we are the ones what keep it alive, we are at the bottom of this spe- spectrum. We are, yeah. We are being treated like customers. Yeah, definitely. I mean, obviously me and you visit a lot, a lot of non-league clubs over the past year. Non-league clubs are run. They have these committees where the fans are on the committee. Can you imagine that at, at top six and the rest of the EFL, the National League. They'd be run. They'd be the happiest clubs ever. You know, look at Wimbledon. They're in League One, probably struggling at the moment. They're trying to stay up, but they are 100% fan-owned. I know they're not doing so well, but I guarantee you now, clubs like Wimbledon and FC United of Manchester are the happiest clubs in this country. Some of the happiest clubs in this country because the fans decide, they'll, look at the, they'll watch them and think, this is ours, this. We decide what's going on. You know what I mean? Yeah. I mean, I think it'll stop the money as well an awful lot. The, 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 the crazy money, I mean. Obviously, we need money to survive and all that sort of stuff, but it'll stop the crazy money. Like the crazy wages that players like Alexis Sanchez again at Man United are scoring three goals. It'll hopefully... It's not a lot of bad things happening with money. And again, with that model in place, you'll never see the likes of Carl Oyston, Francesco Bacchetti, Sisu, Keith Haslam, 
all these horrible, you know, Charlton's bad ownership. They'll be a thing of the past. We'll never see them ever again. I mean, it might be, I mean, Bayern Munich had a bit of a spell where they didn't have any success with this model when they brought it in. But look at them now, best team in the world, in my yeah. opinion. They're definitely up there. So I think some, it'd be some great, great for the players. English game, but will it, yep, I think it'd be great for the English game, but will it happen? I don't know. I don't think I don't think it will, but it, it could be a good model for yeah. this. But again, touching back on to the European Super League. And so you, as it stands, there was 12 clubs what are named and they're going to be founders. Now, credit mm-hmm. to the teams what said no, such as your Dortmund and your Bayern, Bayern. and PSG. PSG. I think PSG is, probably the, PSG is probably the one what is quite the biggest shot because, yeah, especially in terms of that who they are, their owners are, and you know that could again mm-hmm. be greed, but credit to them. But in terms of what I read, it sounded like Manchester City and Chelsea was sort of reluctant to sign it but they did sign it in fear of missing out if it did go ahead. So, I don't know what your thoughts on that. Um, thoughts are on that, but to me... Well, I know Well, I know Man City don't have any American owners, I don't believe. I know Chelsea have got an American chairman. Uh, Tottenham, don't know if he's not American, is he? I don't believe well, again, so. They do, well, but to be fair, again, though, they do host American football at the ground. Yeah. That's probably where he's got the idea from. But um, but yeah, I mean, PSG, it is a surprise, yeah. You probably think they'd, they'd jump in. Uh, Porto, another club that rejected it, by the way, that I just mentioned. Um, they obviously value the fans, and like we say, the German clubs value fans, except for Schalke, I'm guessing. But, um, but yeah, thankfully the fan power is... Uh, show them never to do anything like this again but like I say it's not actually finished yet there's still clubs in there Real Madrid Barca haven't withdrawn yet Atletico Madrid have Juventus's um, president he still believes that it can happen and he still thinks it's great so while you've got the three people in there I do believe they could potentially try and work on something else and it was like when we touched on that if players who was playing for these teams um, did couldn't play in a World Cup, he turned around and said, well, we'll make our own World Cup. So if that's true, Brilliant. isn't are you now creating a franchise which is going to rival football and rival UEFA and rival FIFA? Yeah, you're right, mate. Absolutely. And with the way... I mean, would you follow... The Super League, honestly, when it when it's so it just get boring after a few years. No. Be like, oh, yeah, well, we might win it. Yeah, yeah, whatever. Oh, we can't go down oh, in the Super League now forever. It's boring. And what what I don't get is now I understand Jurgen Klopp had nothing to do with this, right? But yeah, how much has Jurgen Klopp mourned this this season about having to play midweek and then at the weekend? and not having enough time to rest. So, if they wanted to play within the European Super League and continue within the league and continue with the 
the cup competitions with it. Near enough, every week you would be playing Saturday, Tuesday, Saturday, Tuesday. So you'd have a, a yeah. midweek game and you'd have a week game. Do you think that you can do that with a 25-man squad? If you look, if you look at all the injuries, what some of the big teams have had, Sheffield United had lots of, lots of injuries. Liverpool's had lots of injuries. A lot of teams have had lots of injuries because of how fast we've had to go through this season and how 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 many games have been in a short space of time. If you look at the Christmas period every season, there's quite a few injuries and there's quite a few teams what struggle because of how many games there are in a short space of time. So how are they going to? How would they cram all that in? Yeah, exactly, mate. It'd be impossible. The big clubs that are invited and the squads of 40. So they'd, they'd end up nicking all the best players because of all the money they gain. Do you know what I mean? It'd just become ma- massively unfair and they'd end up dominating the Premier League even more. Yeah. You know, and it's, it's, uh... absolutely, it'll destroy the game, honestly. And I'm really disappointed, especially with John Henry as a Liverpool fan. I didn't think he'd do this. Because I've noticed why why I've stayed FSG for so long was because he actually apologised after the F seventy seven thing. All right, my bad. He's extended Anfield, which we wanted. I didn't think he'd be a part of this, but uh, one rule in all walks of life: never trust a billionaire. Yeah. And again, it's all about the money because. You, you you are going to have... Each founder of the club is there every season. So, JP Morgan's giving £3.5 billion, which is going to be split between those. Just think of that. I, I can't think of how much it's off of my head that is for each club, but it is a lot of money. And you're going to be guaranteed that every season because there's no promotions or relegations. And again, how do these five teams get invited to it? Is that going to be based on merit? Is that just going to be based on, oh, well, we want to invite you this year? And what what would this be to play for in the Premier League? If if you are sat, say, 10th in the Premier League and you're, and you're six points off and four, for example, and we're that close, week in, week out, you'd be trying to win games, trying to get to this top four. If, if only in the Premier League you have just a title to win, and you are miles off that and just at 10th. What are you going to play for towards the end of the season? Those players, they're probably going to end up on the beach here because they haven't yeah. got anything to play for. The competition of Europe will have gone. It will have. In terms, I mean, in terms of that. I mean, let's, let's, say, let's say it did happen. And the six teams went. Who wins the Premier League? It's got between Leicester. And Leicester, Everton, maybe, but it's probably Leicester. Well, can, can one of those teams dominate it? Though? Can can one of those teams win it three years on the trot? Probably not. And that's the thing. With, that's so, the how's thing the team going to get invited then? Exactly, <laughs> the team would have to dominate, wouldn't they? Yeah. I think. Um, I think is is this football's stupidest idea in the history of the game? Do you think? From what I can think, yes. I, I can't I, think I, of anything. I can't think of anything at the top of my head what has caused this so much commotion and got shut down that fast either. I mean, everyone it was before our time, obviously, but there was a lot of stick when the Premier League was going to be announced. 
wasn't they? Yeah. But it was never on this scale. There was never pundits going there saying, this must be stopped, you scavengers. You know what I mean? Yeah. And the Premier League's turned out to be the best league in the world. But I've never seen the Super League becoming that. No way. No. No chance. But it, even if you look at Kevin De Bruyne, he tweeted about how he's from Belgium and he's dreamt of playing in the best leagues and he's dreamt for playing in Europe and he's managed to represent um, the Belgium national team, the Premier League, the German League, and yeah. so on and so on. So, again, there's people have aspirations of playing in the Premier League because it's, like you said, it's one of, if not the best, be, the best leagues in the world. And why wouldn't you want to play in that? Why wouldn't you want to play in that as a player? Exactly. I get I get you might be able to play against the best teams in the world week in, week out in the European Super League, but it's the same teams year in, year out. Yeah. And again, if this was to happen, how many times would Liverpool actually play Anfield, for example? How many times is Man U going to play at Old Trafford? That's a very how- good point. Are you going to have a Liverpool beat Manchester United somewhere in Beijing? Are you going to have a Liverpool against Manchester United yep. somewhere in America? And then would that be the start of them globalising football like yep. to the world? So if you're a fan of Liverpool like yourself, how are you going to get to these games? You're going to, you're going to be the one out of pocket trying to get to these games if you're a true fan. It's you a grand bad enough. or more. Cost you that three grand to get flight, hotel, because you have to stay there, aren't you? Match ticket. It'd be ridiculous. I'd never seen myself ever doing a blog post on the Super League on my website. No chance. Home or wherever it is. I wouldn't you know, imagine it like Liverpool versus Real Madrid at the MetLife Stadium in New York. The day after, Barcelona versus Man United in Shanghai. Then what? What can we have? Atletico Madrid versus Schalke at Sydney. Yeah. I mean, what, what else is the Bayern Munich? Bayern Munich versus Inter Milan at Soccer City, Johannesburg. Yeah. South Africa. I mean, can't get there. Fans, fans working class like, you know, like us can't do that. Can't get there. Because that's what they do next. They're seeing what they can get away with. And we've showed them last night. They can't get away with it. That's why they've backed down. So yes. if we if we'd agree to the Super League, you know, play home games and away, that's what it'd be to start with. And eventually they get bored. Right, let's give the world audience. We've made enough money. Let's see how much more money we can make. Yep. We're not got enough money. I mean, look at John Emery. He's got a beautiful wife, lovely daughter. He's probably got houses all over the world, many cars. What more do you want, John? What more do you want, Ed? What more do you want, Cronky? Mm-hmm. And again, the speculation that that's the reason Marino got fired, it could be because of the results, but there's a lot of speculation around he refused to take those plays out to train because of the news when it came about. Oh, now, we may, we may later down the line find out more about that. We may never find out more about that. But then that, that was the first manager to go from the so-called top six, big six, and then now, since Manchester United stepped down, Ed Woodward has also decided to step down. Now, they, you, to me, 
they're using the excuse that of, oh, he, he was going at the end of the season anyway. Was he? Was he? And if you look at some of the messages now, shout out to Football What for this one. I saw it on his on Twitter. And if you look at the message what Arsenal released about this, they said they've made a mistake and they, they apologise. Whereas Man U just wrote a paragraph saying, we have decided because of what's happened, we are not going to be, we're withdrawing from the UA, Europe, Europa, European Super League. That was it. So one's getting a bit of an apology, one's just getting a paragraph. And I think to me that shows that Man U, the Glazers and Woodward and whoever else wanted this more than some other clubs. I feel like some of cl- some other clubs have just jumped on the bandwagon for for the ride and for the money. But I feel like some of the clubs, especially within England, have pushed this. Yeah, I think you touched it earlier about Chelsea and City. They were the last ones in it from England and the first two out. I don't know how much the Champions League had to play. But they've not really got that. I don't know. I think it's Brian Book, his name. I think Chelsea's chairman. I know he's from America. I don't know how much he's got involved in American sport. But obviously, we do know that the Glazers own, I think, a baseball team or, or something. Yeah. I know. I know John Emery's all. If I'm right, it's the Boston. Yeah, Boston Red Sox is um, John Emery. John yeah. Emery, yeah. Boston Red Sox. So, in, in a way, it doesn't surprise me, but just his personality did over the years, decisions that he's made. Daniel Levy's obviously working with American footballers, obviously using the stadium when they come over. And that's the thing, American football, that's American football, they bring it to us. I mean, I can't see us giving football to them like that. You know, just one game. I think that's why people love it, because it's different. But not our game. Yeah. Not our game. And again, let's go on to Mourinho. First thing that came to my mind when I heard it was sacked. And I saw the story, apparently he refused to take the players out to train. First question I asked was, would Mourinho do that? Yes, I think he would. I think he would. I think he'd be against it. I think he'd proper take a stand. Have results been good enough for Tottenham lately? No, they haven't. But when you're sacking your manager six days before a cup final, I have to be cynical about that. He wouldn't sack a manager, in my opinion, who's got you to a cup final who's not doing so well lately. If Mourinho went to the Stille and he lost that cup final and this sacked him, fair enough, you, you, you can argue. But you've got a case there. Yeah, he's also been good enough. He wanted a trophy. He hasn't won a trophy to P45 Mourinho. But this, I mean, again, Levy didn't really give an accurate statement why he sacked him, which gave me the input. Yeah, he's refused, hasn't he? Mm. That, that, that was what I thought of the situation. So, yeah. yeah, I think Mourinho has done it. And, again, there's been talks about cancelling the Caribbean Cup because the both teams that were in the final are the, the big six. And it would have been interesting if these teams didn't pull out, if anything like that would have happened, or if they would have got to play it. Because I feel like the Caribbean Cup now, is going to be looked at in a different light to what it did or what it was as before. And but again, touching on the Mourinho, if you look at if you look at Spurs in general, they have ne- they have had one Champions League final 
They've not won a Champions League trophy. Arsenal's not won a Champions League trophy. The only team to do that in London is Spurs. Chelsea. And, uh, sorry, not Spurs. Uh, yeah, Chelsea, not Spurs. I've just said they've not won one. And then you've got Manchester City. All right. They've got the money and they're, they're dominating English football in terms of Premier League and stuff, but they've not won a Champions League trophy. Nope. Chelsea. They have Man U, yep. Liverpool, yep. I can understand. Those. Forest, yep. Yep. Aston Villa, yep. Yep. Celtic, yep. <laughs> and you know, I mean, I mean, when you look at the top six in this country, who who are the top six in this country in terms of everything? History, the lot. Man United, Arsenal, Liverpool. Who's next? Leeds, Villa, West they, Ham. They, in, t- in terms, it's probably got to be Leeds, Villa and Forest, in my opinion. But Yeah, okay. Could argue that, but I'd say West Ham as well, personally. Mm, Fan maybe. base, history. Yeah. yeah. But No, this is great. I'd probably, I'd probably say Leeds, West Ham, Forest. I won't, I won't, I'd say Villa after that. But then what, what Villa's done oh, in terms of... Yeah. You know. And again, Gary Neville touched on... How would people like Bill Shankly react to this? How would people like Fergie react to this? <laughs> My personal favourite, how would Cluffy react to this? <laughs> you know what I mean? I mean, oh, oh, I'd, I'd love to see that. Cluffy especially, that would be hilarious. But they wouldn't stand for that, would they? No. I imagine, don't think imagine, so. You know, this was in the 90s. Blackburn Rovers. That Jack Walker wouldn't have stood for that. And again, again, I have to say as well, mate, I don't think it's over yet. I think the fans have still got a job to do in terms of because there's still clubs in it. I mean, I'm talking about the fans of Real Madrid now and Barcelona and Juve. I mean, I did get word that Juve's chairman stepped down last night. Obviously, I don't know how true that is because I've even seen he's still there today. Whether it was a fake story or not, I don't know. But this was mentioned in 2009 by Florentino Perez just after he signed Ronaldo and Benzema that year. So who's to say this won't come round again or in a different sort of format that would lead to it? It could so, do. Um, it's a major battle that we've won here in England. It's time for the fans in Spain and Italy of Barca, Real and Juve now to step up, I think. Show your chairman how much you really don't want it. Now, because we've done our bit now in England. We have done our bit. and it, in, in terms of Juventus this season, they're not going to win Serie A. It, it's looking more likely that Inter Milan's going to win it. So, yep. yes, they've dominated it, but Juventus got knocked out of the Champions League quite early on this year. Yep. Real Madrid, who's dominated it year in, year out, will they win it? Yeah, they can. And then Barcelona. Look at Look at how many times they, they've messed up. Lost to PSG. Lost to Liverpool with a big 3-0 lead. They're out of it. They're not in the semis. Chelsea. They're in it. Liverpool not in it. Manchester United didn't even get it out of the group stages. They're, they're now fighting. Istanbul. 
they're now fighting for the Europa League. Yeah. I mean, our so, Arsenal as well are a shadow of what they used to be. Yeah. I can remember as a kid, you know, in school, well, I've got Liverpool and Arsenal this week, and you think, Thierry Henry, Burkamp, Perez. Now, when I know we've got him, I think, yeah, three points. Every time. Played and, a few weeks ago at Emirates. Easiest 3 0 we've had in years, I think that. It's not only that as well. It's what, what, when you've got the Super Sunday and you've got Liverpool v Man U and you've got all this hype around this football game. And then because you've got two teams what don't want to lose, nil nil. Yep. The, the, the most boring game of the season, nil nil. How many, how many nil-nils or how many boring games are you going to see in this Europe, European Super League because they want to win? Or what did they win? <laughs> how, because how many games you got to play till you get to this group stage or, or out of this group stage into the knockout? It just seems so long-winded and it seems like it's going to take the full season itself. So it, hit, the nail, hit the nail on the head there, mate, as well. But I think the big games this season have been poor. But for me, I think the fans have played a part in that with, with them not being there. With no fans being there, I don't think that's helped at all. Because normally big games always have goals. There's always that bit of quality that will get you a goal. Yeah, I know the defences are good, but there's always that bit of quality. Like we see the Champions League, we've not had a nil-nil very often, I don't think, this season. There's been goals. Apart from Liverpool and Real Madrid the other night, obviously. But there's definitely been goals, plenty of them. Another thing I want to mention as well. This is a quote from Florentino Perez. We're doing this to save football. 16, 24-year-olds haven't got interest in football. Where's your evidence, Florentino? I've worked that one out. I think he's a very dangerous man in this game, Florentino Perez. Very dangerous man. I feel like he's, he's one of the driving forces what wants this to happen. He is the founder, isn't he? Yeah. Yeah. Now we've got 12 founding clubs, but it's his idea that they're bowing down to. And I, I hope that UEFA and FIFA punish him big time. Well, I, I do. And I hope if he does leave football at any time, he's not allowed to own another club again. And I also hope that if some of these teams do break away, that the right football associations give them the right treatment, what they deserve. If some of these, like, if if the three what do break away, what I've not withdrawn yet, just get rid. And, and like I've tweeted out, if I'm being quite honest, I don't want to give my money to Manchester United, Manchester City. Spurs, Chelsea, Arsenal, Liverpool. I don't want to give my money to them. As much as I enjoy going to watch them when Sheffield United's there, I don't like giving them my money. I'd rather the money go to a non-league, local non-league side. I'd rather go and spend my £30 elsewhere. You get a lot more money, more for your money. It's cheaper tickets, cheaper beer, cheaper food. A lot more goals, a lot more entertainment. Yeah, you, you're closer to the to the players, you're closer to the managers, 
any closer to, to well, each set of fans. And if there's one thing I'd say from this is, if you are a, a fan of one of these top six teams in England and you've decided you don't want to watch them right now, go and support a local non-league side. Sorry to bring it in, but last week I went to a game in Bamford. Probably one of the most beautiful places I've ever watched a football match in. I mean, if, if, if you've seen the Twitter account football backdrops, there's one of them, Bamford. The score that night was 6-3. I'm telling you now, that game could have finished 10 apiece. It was absolutely insane game. And last night at North Gorba, 3-1. Great game, plenty of action. You see that all a lot of time in non-league. So again, I absolutely agree there. Support your local non-league club, hundred percent, wherever that may be. They'll 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 be grateful that you come. I mean, last night I was walking past the um, past the North Gorbin managers. I mentioned this on my post last night as well, and they literally looked at me and said, "All right, Bell, how are you doing? It's great to have football back in it, mate." And get those chats. You won't walk past, you know, Jurgen, and he'd look at you and say that. Well, not because you wouldn't be able to hear him, but, you know, it's that important to focus on the game. So, yeah, yeah. support your local. You'll have a lot more fun. Definitely. And, again, these teams need it more than the top six. At the, at the moment in time, the lower leagues... They're losing money because they can't have fans in. A lot of their revenue is from fans. There's there's some like the Chairman's Cup what, what's happening in yep. in our area. They are now res- rescheduling it to try and get the fans in. And yep. well they have, haven't they? And if they don't get the fans in, there's no point in it happening because they're not going to make any money from it. And they need it. Some of them need it to keep alive, some of them will may need to keep afloat and some of them just to keep on top of things. But a lot of these teams have lost money. Yes, the big teams have lost money as well, but all, all the professional teams at the top will be okay at some point. These, this could be a matter of life and death for some teams. And the the top six now are just wanting to get richer and richer while the poorer get poorer. Yeah. That's just... Greed. And again, I just, want to, I just want to mention another point here, another example of this greed. I can remember um, I don't know his name, but he was on the he's on the true he's true Georgie, true Georgie podcast. The other guy who was with him, I, I, I don't know his name, I forgot it, but he did he did a clip yeah. about these billionaire owners, how it benefits them. I just want to touch on that about another example of these greedy owners. I want to mention West Ham. It's about the stadium move. I mean, moving to the Olympic Stadium. West Ham have lost their grounds to move to a ground that most of the fans don't like. Who's benefited from it, though, with a greater capacity? I mean, we had Kane Brogham on a couple of weeks ago. He's not been. He's been twice. Season ticket holder for years, been twice. because He refuses to go because of the, the move, the new ground. Who's benefited from it? The owners at the top. Exactly. They do it 
what benefits them. He said, no, 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 we'll move here. We'll be have more revenue to challenge. Have they challenged? But this season they have. Every other season they've been down the bottom. When they were before they moved, last season Upton Park, they finished above Liverpool. I know we were bad that year, but still. They do it to benefit them. Which is why another reason for the 51% fan ownership model. Yeah. And this sort of thing, if you look at Spurs, yes, they're now trying to franchise their ground with the um, NFL. Yeah. But, you know, leave it at that. Get your money from the NFL when they decide to come here. But don't take Spurs away from Spurs. No, mate, no. Don't take Arsenal away from Arsenal. Yeah. I just want to ask as well, mate, how do you think the top six should be punished? Because something's going to happen. What do you think should should happen to them? Well, a lot of people are arguing for them to just get a points relegation points deduction and getting relegated let them go and play in the championship now I don't think that will be realistic at all and I can't see him getting a points deduction I think the only thing what can happen what's realistic is probably a fine but how big well it's got to be big I if mentioned you... on the Sunday social it'll just be a 10,000 pound fine <laughs> but well, I think it'll be a 10,000 pound fine is like a slap on wrists you know, yeah. it's like it's like Don't me. Don't do that again. It's like yeah, me yeah, stealing some some chocolate from from um, cupboard and getting a slap on wrist because it's not mine. It's nothing to them. If yeah. if it's going to be a fine, it needs to be a big fine. What is making a point? It, like if you do this again, you're going to be out of pocket by a lot. I mean, they was already talking about fining them billions if they were to on it. So all right, billions. Probably not, but it needs to be, destroy clubs. It would have to be quite to, a lot. Yeah, something was going to make a statement. Transfer embargo. Hmm. A year, about a year ban from Europe. Well, that only applies to a few. Yeah, but then this is the thing as well. If you look at how easy Chelsea got out of their transfer transfer embargo, how Barcelona did it. They managed to yeah. sign Suarez, right? Yeah, you're right, yeah. They did. So, if you look at Manchester City, they shouldn't have been playing European football this season. They're in the semi-finals. So, there's been a lot of times where we've gave these penalties, but then we've gifted them straight back. Backtracked, yeah, you're right. So, this is this is all I've been saying. Even though the, the Premier League said this and the UEFA said that and FIFA said that, I hope it wasn't scaremongering and that they would do it if it had if they had to. Yeah, good point. Get the down the head there, Ben, definitely. Definitely. If you're gonna do it transfer embargo, it has to stand. Yep. It must stand. And I have to say that for Liverpool as well. Right, we'll we'll finish off with one last topic, and that's going to be Thomas Tuchel. Now Thomas Tuchel is come out and he's all for the Euro, the European Super League. What's your thoughts on that? Puppet. Absolute puppet. That's, did they say why? 
because he wants to manage at the best level and he wants to manage it against the best teams. He already is at the best level, Ben. I know. What, what, what more could he want? I mean, is, is the German national team a step up from Chelsea? <laughs> I, mean, I mean, in terms of prize, winning the World Cup, yeah, it probably is bigger than the Premier League, maybe, I'd say. Yeah. His football's greatest prize could be, argue, better than the Champions League. Only just, in my opinion. We don't get to play in it that often. It's every four years. You get, you're at the top level, Thomas, already. Well, and you're the Chelsea fans the turn on him. Because he deserves the that, top European well. competitions as well. I mean, the yeah. Champions League's the best European competition. It's football's greatest club prize. Yeah. No, he should be saying stuff like that. Well, he's shown his true colours now, hasn't he? Uh, yeah, I, I agree. And, and like you said, Wolf fans turn on him. And actually, I'm gonna I'm gonna ask you one last question to finish off on. So, like like we've touched on already, that some fans for 12, 16 years have not liked the Glazers, and they they made FC United of Manchester, and you've got the FC Liverpool. Do you think that this could? Make fans make their own fan on fan on clubs and step away from the so-called big top six. What more of them? Yep. Well, FC United of Manchester was a protest club in for the Glazer takeover. Yeah, which was two thousand five. Um, City of Liverpool was just made by a group of Liverpool and Everton fans, I believe, that just want to do something new. Um. It, it could happen. Manchester. It could happen again. Um, obviously, I think there's Main Road. FC, I think they're, I don't know if they're a protest club for Man City, but there could be more. I think so, definitely. And so, do, um, do, you th- do you think yeah. this could benefit non-league? Even, even though it could ruin football at the top, I, I believe... If fans said, well, give you a big middle finger, I do believe it could benefit non-league if they took that route. You could see fans from all over. You could see probably record attendances at some clubs if they took that route. It just depends, though, doesn't it? Because a lot of the fans at the... um, at the top level of these top six clubs, only fans of the Premier League, only fans of football at the top level. So it depends how much they were pushed away. I mean, non-leagues had a growth in fans over the last year because of the lockdown. Um, I'd like to think that it would, to be honest. I'd like to think that more people that want to just want, want to watch football and would get persuaded into trying it. I don't know if it's certain if it will do, but I'd like to think it would. It definitely has for me. I'm sure you as well. Yeah. Well, again, it this doesn't really impact me in terms of my club because we're not part of it, but yeah, it has made me think a lot less of the big six now in terms of what they want to do, how they want to ruin football. And mm-hmm. I'd rather go and spend my money in the non-leagues than going to watch these. And again... This only this only 
benefit. So for a proper football fan, what goes to games week in, week out, this does not benefit um, them. This only benefits the fans what are known worldwide, what I've got fans in China, got fans in USA, got fans in Nigeria, fans all, o- all over, who they have to watch it on TV. So they won't be asked it that they can't get to a game because they may end up being able to get to a game if it, they then globalise it where they can travel. It does not benefit a loyal supporter in any way, shape or form. I mean, a couple of years ago, just to make a point as well, two, two years ago, I think FIFA and UEFA were going to make a summer Club World Cup tournament. I think it was going to meant to be this year. Obviously, it got scrapped to lockdown. So that would see teams like Liverpool play a competitive game against teams like River Plate. You know, probably teams from Asia, teams from Australia. A summer Club World Cup. What's your take on that? Maybe, yeah. Because again, yeah, you are you have it when the champions winners of the Champions League go into the competition against the other winners, but it would be good to see something like that, but it's going to be one of them. How do you qualify for that? Do you have to finish in a certain position within your... Yeah, I think it was like league winners, Champions League winners, so MLS winners, Copa Libertadores winners, you know, that sort of thing. So it would be good, yeah, but then again... Fixture pile up. You get an extra... You get an extra tournament... Yeah, just like finishing the top. It's yeah. another prize for you, which is good in terms of motivation and stuff like that. But I guess you have to qualify like, like you do for the normal World Cup. But that would, again, probably be the same teams you know, for year in, year out, especially for some leagues. Yeah. Now, the, the, the Premier League may change a little bit, but the, if the French League is going to be the winners, that would more than likely be the same. The German League more than likely will be the same. Yeah, maybe even Italy as well. Yep. So that league will be the same three, I'm guessing as well. Yeah. Portuguese league, you've got Sporting, Porto, Benfica yeah. aren't really doing that well this year. No, but they'll be there or thereabouts. Yes. Yeah. Even if the Belgian league you've got Anderlecht, what well, will probably win it. So, again. Hmm. It would be good at the start, but I feel like it's just going to be the same teams year in, year out. Yeah. Right. So, yeah. to finish on, finish off on, what what thoughts do you have overall as the Europa Super League? And what do you think should happen overall to it? I think it's the most stupidest idea there's ever been in football. That's all I've got to say. I'd love Florentino Perez to go to a non-league game in this country and see what I saw last night. I went to North Gore and met these these local fans who were lovely and we ended up having a great time. I'd love Florentino Perez to see that. That's football. So no to the Super League. I hope we never hear anything about it ever again. And I agree. I I hope this I hope this is the end or the start of the end. Nine clubs yeah. now have dropped out. We've just got to get rid of the final three. And then I hope once they have gone, that's the end of it. Whilst yeah. there's still a few in charge, it can 
maybe spark up again, but hopefully we get rid. Again, I am saying no, no to the Europa or the ESL. No to the ESL. I say never to the ESL. Like yeah. <laughs> right, guys. So this has been our opinions. We'd like to know more about your opinion. What do you think of this? Do you think it has a positive or a negative impact within football? And would you like to see this happen? Let us know in the comments, guys. Thank you for watching. And we'll see you next time. Goodbye.